Hi guys and welcome to Purposely Driven. I am so excited to chat with you guys today and just help you inspire purpose-driven results. So let's get started today. Okay, so first off, I just have to talk about Anchor. It's like the easiest way to make a podcast and how simple it is. It's free for one and you get all the tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Um, It helps just get your voice out there and truly help inspire and lead in this industry, especially podcasting. It's such a great way to niche down and help you make money from your podcast and do everything you need to make it successful. So check it out. Welcome to today's episode and I'm excited to talk with you guys. I am going to be discussing You Got This. So that's like the title of what I wanted to go over today and really giving you guys a game plan on what is going to be necessary to implement change within your life. I get all the time, well, how do you stay positive or how do you get results or how do you make massive income or how do you be able to shift your negative thinking into a positive like how do you pick yourself up so I want to talk about this so I like to use analogies a lot I like to talk about different things I have a huge expression with like arrows and mountain moving things of that nature so I want to talk about the seven steps to radically changing yourself and these are going to be like if you're climbing a mountain think of what you're looking at like the obstacle you may be going through as an opportunity of climbing this mountain so other people can see that you can move it and that's what I like to talk about is everything you're going through is going to shape you to a better version of you if you find the lesson in it so I want to give you guys like seven steps to really changing who you are changing the narrative that you're telling yourself and being aware because that is literally the first step to change is awareness so let's get started so first step I always like to talk about is detoxing so detoxing is going to be like you're getting all the chemicals out of your body any type of bad toxins in your body like if you think of a detox usually detoxes like you're detoxing your immune system your body you're getting your body healthier I want you to start thinking of this as detoxing your mind though what is in your life right now if you can sit back and reflect and think about it that drains your energy Okay, or maybe that is causing you to respond negatively or maybe there's a person in your life that causes you to have the worst of you come out versus the best of you or maybe there's someone in your life that complains or is always negative or coming to you to vent and needing you to be their sounding board but in reality it's ruining your energy your mindset so The first thing I want you to focus on is detoxing anything in your life that's no longer serving you. That's the first step to being aware and implementing change is to detox your life. Detox your like life from the boundaries that need to be set with either the people in your life. Like I have family members that I don't talk to or associate with because they maybe just not align with where I'm going or their mindsets don't match my vibe right now that I need to protect my energy. So I've become very, very self-aware and I've been really good at saying no. If someone doesn't serve my future or is just going to drain my energy and going to change my mindset, I'm not going to give them a lot of time right now. I'm going to set a boundary 
so that I can protect the vibe and what I'm giving out to the world. So detoxing yourself from any type of toxins in your life, whether that be people, places, environments, you got to do the work on that and recognize it for yourself. Then the second one, and you guys can write these down too if you want, is belief around money. This is a huge one. And this is something that starts when we're kids. So let's take you back a little bit. When you were a kid, what did you hear the most of from your parents? And this is something I've identified mine. Mine was, I had one millionaire in my family. He was my grandfather. And I'm going to share a little bit about it. Uh, Growing up, I saw him have all the money in the world. Like, he always had money. He had a summer home we used to go up to every year in Michigan for two months out of the year. Like, he had that luxury of freedom, and he's built that, and he had good income. He had a million dollars in his bank account. And so when I think of the millionaire in my family, or maybe you don't know a millionaire. Maybe you've only been told by people in your life how people that have money act, okay? So let's put that in perspective. Growing up, we have some type of either visualization of what we think rich people do or how we think rich people act. And that can either be from how our parents raised us, that could be because you know someone that is wealthy and how they reacted. So growing up, I always saw my grandpa hold on to his money. I always saw him be greedy with his money. And not only greedy, he also wasn't the nicest person sometimes. So growing up, I thought that's how rich people were. They're all going to be greedy. They're all going to hold tight to their money. They're all going to be very selfish. So that was kind of like a limiting belief as I started recognizing this stuff and my belief around money that I became more aware of. Another thing is my dad's a very hard worker and he makes good money, but I've always seen my parents work extremely, extremely hard, but never hold on too money. And that was another belief system that I had to break through because money is an energy and there is never such thing as a lack of abundance unless you believe in that. So if your belief system is rich people are greedy, rich people are broke or rich people are mean, rich people are selfish, that's going to be your belief that you build around money yourself. So recognizing the beliefs that you have about money. Like how do you view your financial blueprint right now on a scale to one to 10? Or growing up, did you hear money doesn't come from trees? I can't afford this right now. Right now we have, we can't, that's too expensive. These are all words of people that are in a lack of mindset. And I, I know that might be hard to hear because like my own family grew up hearing that all the time. And even myself would say that to my son prior to me really getting serious with my mindset and my views and my beliefs around money. Because this is gonna be the first step, you guys. The more you become aware of what your beliefs are around money, the more you're gonna be able to overcome those limitations so that you can see abundance and prosperity is always flowing to you. Money is an energy. What you believe, you attract. I always speak affirmations in the morning. I have a millionaire mind. I have a million dollars in my bank account. I have multiple million dollars in my bank account. I speak into life that prosperity and that abundance is always flowing to me because it is. 
So identifying yourself on a one to 10 scale of your belief around money and really kind of digging deep about some of those key words that you've heard growing up and understanding that's a limitation that you're operating in still. Once you become aware, you can implement change towards that. And it takes consistency. It's not gonna happen overnight, but you do have to instill more positive outlook and smash through those limiting beliefs. That's why I'm so big on affirmations. Affirmations until you feel the belief in your heart like bubbling up because you actually believe what you're hearing now. That's how affirmations work. You can't just repeat it one time and be like, oh, I'm healed. No, you got to do the work. And that takes consistent, compounded, like life spoke over yourself to believe that because you're going to believe what you repeat. Okay. Now we got to focus on core values. You know, who do you want to be? What is your values that make you you? What are the things that are important towards your character and how people view you? And I know we should never focus on a people's opinions of yourself, but who do you want to be when you walk in a room? What do you want to be known for when you pass away? Do you have quality of integrity? Do you have following through with what you say you do? Are you maybe lazy and trying to fix that? Is though these are all things and qualities and values and core values of how we operate, like honesty, integrity, character, truthfulness, um, boldness. Like these are things I want to be known for. So that's the operation, the values that I want to align with and work in. I want to work out of love. I want to look work out of humbleness. I want to work out of um, integrity, character, um, just truly representing how I would want. To be led or how I would want to show up in this world. So focusing on your core values. Then we are going to go into forgiveness. This is the fourth thing. This one was really hard for me, you guys, because forgiveness was something that I struggled with with some very immediate family of mine because of my poor choices growing up in my teen early 20s. And when I had my son as a teen mom, I didn't make the best choices at a younger age. And so there was some family situations that rose up in our family that I had to learn to forgive. And it's not trying to benefit the other person. Forgiveness releases you. So when you're not forgiving someone, you're resisting your blessings. You're going to hold on to resentment. You're going to hold on to bitterness. You're going to hold on to lack of and always looking to blame. So when you become aware of who you haven't forgave in your life, I recommend writing a letter to them and writing a letter in honesty and in the gratitude of what they did for your life, regardless if you feel like they have or not. I want you to find something that you're grateful for about them and journal about it. Write down why you forgive them. Find the thing that represents the character that you admired about them or that you're grateful for what they taught you. Find the gratitude in the forgiveness and that's how you can move past that. The next one are, what are you th- your thoughts? And you heard me talk about this in my first episode. Like, what are your thoughts? What are you feeding yourself? What narrative are you playing over and over and over in your mind? What are you telling yourself on a daily? Where does your thought process go? Does it go to a positive or does it go to a negative? Or where are you feeding the most? Yes, you may be able to have a great morning and do your self-development and get your me time in and you have started your day off strong. But then let's say something throws your day off. 
Are you going to be that person that allows that five minutes to temporarily ruin your whole entire day because you let your thoughts go undisciplined and didn't check them when they were happening? So now that five minutes that you could have been upset ended up being two weeks that you didn't do nothing for yourself, for your future, for your mindset. Or are you going to be that person that allows themselves to have a five minutes of moment of, you know, bad thinking or whatever you want to call it? You're allowed five minutes. But are you going to check that, overcome it, release it and move on? Because that's the difference of what people feed. I know I'm allowed to have that time. I'm allowed to have grace for myself, but I will not allow that day to turn into weeks or to a trip like three days four days i learned to be disciplined and discipline is a form of self-love when you're getting disciplined within your thoughts it is a self-love thing and when you learn to love yourself everything else will operate in a higher like frequency in a higher vibration you'll be in a high vibe state that's how you attract abundance is by being gratitude like grateful for where you're at right now and also feeding the positive and rerouting your subconscious behaviors that you've built okay so i want you guys to really focus on those first five things those are huge i am going to talk about a couple other things real fast and really just dive deep on this so number six is your relationships who are you around You know that saying that says we are who we like top five people were around? It's true. It's so true. It's something that, you know, me and Nick went through actually that we had to reflect on the character of our friendships that we are allowing in our life. Like if they didn't serve the core values that I talked about that I want to represent in my future or if they were in a broke mindset or in a mindset that didn't align with where we wanted our future to be. Like I want to be around people that are like multi-billion dollar earners, multi-million dollar earners, people that have businesses or understand entrepreneurship. Those are the people I surround myself with because you are what you attract and you are what you're around. And if those people no longer serve that and they're so focused in a different mindset of where we're no longer at, all that's going to do is hold us back. So this happened with me in a relationship about five years ago when I was married and I went through like a divorce that had served its purpose. And I know some people may not believe in divorce or whatnot, but when it's no longer healthy, when it's toxic or unsafe, it's okay to remove yourself from that. And that's where you got to learn to do what's best for your safety, your mind, and what's best for you. I had a friend that I've been friends with for multiple years that no longer aligned with me and I couldn't help her. And that's something I had to be okay with finally of cutting off because it no longer served me and where my future was going. And when I did that, my life started to be more like at ease it wasn't in turmoil it wasn't like trying to people please and keep up with other people's problems or things that i wasn't allowing because i was finally living for me and what makes me be able to operate at my best okay so next we're going to do visualization that is like number seven it's visualization and why i say that is i want you to visualize who you want to be in five years What does that woman look like? What is she? How does she present herself? How does she walk in a room? How, what type of income is she making? What is she doing? And is she doing her passion? 
Are you debt free? Are you billion dollar earner? Are you a entrepreneur? Like how does that person show up in the world in five years? Now visualizing that, how does that feel if you had a million dollars in your bank? I want you to feel that. I want you to feel that emotion if you opened up your bank account and saw that. Or being able to travel across the world if that's where you're like trying to go and you're wanting to travel without stress. Or let's say you're wanting to start a business and you haven't and it's something that's been on your heart for years. Let's say you didn't have that limitation on yourself. How would that business look? Would it be thriving? Would it be able to have multiple networking opportunities that were flowing to you endlessly and that it was growing so steadily and prosperous that you finally were living that dream of how you would want that business to be. I want you to feel this. Visualizing where you want to go is how you start aligning your action and your mindset to align with your end result. I always speak into life my end result of where I want to be. So I talk like I'm, I always tell my people, if you know me, I'm like the next Rachel Hollis. I'm going to be traveling around the world, flying around the world, speaking to men and women, helping them overcome their BS that tell themselves that hold them back from being the best them. I want people to be able to realize it doesn't matter where you come in life. It matters how you arrive and how you change and how you turn that mess into a message. So when I visualize where I'm at in the next five to 10 years, I have a top podcast that is on iTunes and Spotify and all different platforms. I get to pour into people on a daily basis and help them be the best like self through health and wellness, through financial changes. I also am going to be in the Millionaire's Club in my company that I'm at by a specific date. I also am going to have a New York best-selling book and I am going to be a best-selling author. Like this is how I speak and this is what I want to do. These are the things that I have passions and desires on. So when I think of visualization, I think of this. I think of how it's going to feel when I'm up in the air flying to my next speaking gig and how I get to go and impact other people's lives by being me and sharing the mess that's built me into my message. So visualize where you want to go. Okay, that's a huge, huge, huge thing of connecting the discipline, the action, and the mindset to go towards the goal. It doesn't matter about the middle, which is your like fluff that gets you there. It matters about the end and how you start and how you finish, okay? The next thing is emotional control. Um, really emotionally taking control of where you're at. <laughs> like, I guess it's just being your own best resource. Really taking ownership for what you keep doing and what you keep allowing. And I'm huge on this. So like you got to understand your own bullshit that you allow to keep playing over and over and over is your own fault for why you keep getting the same result. So at some point you got to get control of that leaky faucet that you keep allowing to leak and fix it. Okay, because if you're not fixing it, all that is is the definition of insanity is repeating the same thing over and over and over and expecting a different result. So at some point, you got to get emotionally strict for yourself and get in the habit of leading yourself 
to get a different result. And that starts with taking ownership. And that's where I say the seven steps like I'm going over right now, those steps are going to truly go into that like opportunity. I said seven, but I'm doing 10 because honestly, these are things that are really key of what has made me the woman I am and where I am going. The next thing is gratitude. So this is number nine. So top 10 things to radically change your life. Um, number nine is gratitude. Yeah. You guys know me, know that I'm doing self-development every single day. Every single morning, I start my day with 10 things I'm grateful for and why I am grateful for them. The reason why I do this is because the moment I started implementing gratitude in my life for where I'm at, what I've achieved and where I'm going is the moment that my whole life changed. Gratitude unlocks your blessings. Gratitude unlocks prosperity and opportunity and abundance to flow for like through to you so freely and when you start looking at how grateful you are look at like you have hands or maybe you have a car or maybe you have your bills paid for the month or maybe you just got a promotion or maybe you just started a business or maybe you have running water like those things don't take for granted because some people don't even have that. So finding the gratitude in your daily moments, your day-to-day life is how you're going to keep attracting blessings to you. It unlocks abundance. Abundance flows to you because gratitude's open. Um, And then number 10, and then I'll be wrapping this up, but number 10 is being you. The moment I learn to embrace me, regardless if I am someone's shot of whiskey, is how I like to say it. I may not be everyone's cup of tea, but I am everyone's shot of whiskey. And the thing is, the moment I started to learn that I am me, I never need to dim down me to please someone else. I never need to be less than who God made me to be. I never, or like the universe or whatever you believe in, but like for me, I don't need to sugarcoat Brittany because Brittany was made this way to show up in the world and I don't need to worry about anyone else's opinion of me. That is their opinion and it's none of my business. So learning to love myself, to embrace myself and to truly walk it like I talk it, show up for myself the way that I want to show up for myself and keep me first is the moment that everyone else in my life learn to get the best version of me because when I learn to be authentic to who I am and what I'm about everything in my life started to level up in every single way okay so I hope you guys got something out of this make sure you're subscribing sharing just leaving me a review I'm so excited for you guys to listen to the next episode I am going to be doing some interviews coming up and I can't wait to just give you guys more in-depth information on how to prosperously get the results that you deserve so I hope you have a great day